Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am sitting in an apartment that used to be the home of the man behind a band called Holy Hum. And right now I'm watching a cat crawl under the covers of a bed and he's having a fun time exploring. But while I watch this cat explore, I'm going to get the man behind Holy Hum to introduce himself. Hey, I'm Andrew. Um... Yeah, I'm the man behind Holy Hum. Well, hi, Andrew. Thank you for having me to this place. Yeah, it's um, there's a lot of animals here, but if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. Behind you is an extremely large rabbit. Yeah, that rabbit chewed through my um, my phone charger cable last night, so I'm, I'm low on power. So, Holy Hum, Andrew, you have put out a record, All of My Bodies, and it has a big story behind it. Um, it's a record I didn't really start out to make I just kind of I had a band um probably in 2012 that I kind of dissolved um and then I just uh I I, kind of quit everything I I stopped working with my record label my booking agents I I I didn't fire everyone in my band but I just they're my friends so I, I I that project ended and I started making music more for myself and my mom helped me buy a laptop that I could use to record music with and I just started doing that and then when I popped my head out like a, a year or two later I was like huh I have a I have an, an album and it kind of sounds cohesive and that's that's how the album started but then it kind of got shelved for three years and I wasn't sure if I was going to put it out and then I eventually put it out and now I'm here. I've done a little bit of research before I came to talk to you today, and a lot of these interviews reference an event that triggered all these big changes you just referenced. Yeah, my, my, my father passed away in uh, late 2011, and that's where the name of the project comes from, Holy Hum. It comes from uh, spending all the time like in the, in the hospitals, and, and there's this uh, hum of electricity um, that you can hear in a, in, in a hospital and I, I thought it was kind of interesting that this technology um, generating the sound um, and these machines were, were keeping people alive so that's where that that name comes from actually holy hum thanks for explaining that and i offer my condolences on your loss hmm, thank you um yeah i mean I, I don't i don't know what else you can say to that or to anyone that's lost anyone so yeah thanks <laughs> How about we start with a song? I'm going to play the title track off your EP, All of My Bodies. So imagine that you're about to talk to somebody who's never heard of Holy Hum before. What will you say to them to get them ready to hear this music? Well, I guess I would say I hope you like it. Tonight I am the tallest of tidal waves I was coming down on you But it had to be done to be one to make it clear this was the end how could you have known how do you say to someone this is all there is this is all there ever will be all of my bodies I would give I would give to you Down your hand to mine 
heard the track all of my bodies it's the title track off the shall we say debut record by holy hum sure yeah it's the first um kind of sing-songy narrative album full length how would you like to tell us a little bit more about this song well it kind of starts at the end um (laughs) to uh make it a bit bleak it's it's um the song is set in a scenario where uh, someone is telling someone that they're going to die and, um, you know, uh, how how that might feel. It actually probably has one of the best lyrics that I think I've ever written or might ever write. And, um, yeah, that's probably all I'll say about that. Okay. Oh. How about we take a sip of our teas? I got you a coffee, and I got you the biggest size, because I think you might need it for this interview. <laughs> this is the biggest coffee I've ever had, yes. And yeah, I'll probably need it. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you for sitting down and spending some time with me. I appreciate that. Okay, so, where do I start? Hmm. So, you hinted at it a little bit at the top of the interview. You used to be in an indie band called In Media Res. How about you tell us a little bit about that project? It was a band I started with some of my best friends, and we are still best friends today. I was very young and very uh, eager and had a lot of energy, and so a lot of the those type of attributes came out in the music. And now that I'm older a little bit, I get you know tired more easily and more often so now the music kind of reflects that as well while we talk a little bit about this part of your career why don't you pick a song for me to play in the background hmm that's a good idea um i would probably pick the song come back down as it's a it's the one song i wrote about my father Tell me a little bit about that time in your life. Because you listeners don't know this, but we're actually in the apartment that you used to share with all the members of this band, which blew my mind when I walked in. I'm often very weary of, of, of nostalgia, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with being here. I, I have very fond memories here, but it uh, doesn't make me feel any which way. I would say that... Um, it's actually kind of strange being back here. I, you know, I, I kind of don't really recognize it. Um, but if I had to think about it, I'd be like, wow, you know, I've actually done a lot of stuff here and gone through a lot of things here. And um, it's, it's nice that it's still in the family. So you were in a band called In Media Res and your father died and it caused you to want to no longer be in In Media Res. And you started the process of creating the project that would later be known as Holy Hum. So let's start there. When I started making music again after 
uh, In Medias Res uh, dissolved. And was I saying the old band name wrong? Is it In Media Res? Um, it's Latin, so there is actually no wrong way to say it because I think you're just supposed to say it phonetically. Um, when I started making music again after uh, In Medias Res uh, dissolved, I um, had the immense freedom to just do whatever I wanted. I started making music just for myself again and that you know I think people should be doing stuff for themselves all the time but you know sometimes you lose track of that and I certainly did and so um, when I started making music again kind of no matter how hard I tried to not you know write super morose depressing songs it just sort of kind of came out that way and so I decided that, you know, instead of fighting it, I'd probably just get it all out. And that's what I did. And I I probably had no intentions of actually sharing it. Or if I did, I was very hesitant to do so. But here I am now. I, I've put out the record. And um, it's been actually a very, very rich experience. I think that it's time to play another track. I'm going to play Flower in the Snow off all of my bodies, the latest record. How about you tell me something a little bit about it before we hear it? It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, what, what, what should I say about it? it? A lot of people have asked me about this song, and um, the one imagery that you kind of take away is, um, I don't know, uh, a stubborn flower um, that has poked its head out from the snow and um it's you know it's it's the dead of winter um but there's still this kind of flower that's kind of frozen it looks beautiful and it's poking its head up um from the snow and um it's it's maybe an analogy for for kind of being stubborn but also stagnant in time i don't know i think i'm kind of rambling here
back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Flower in the Snow by a band called Holy Hum off the record All of My Bodies. I'm talking with Andrew, the man behind the band. Is there anything else you'd like to say about this track? It has a guitar solo where I'm attempting to be a, a jazz guitar player. You've said that each song on All of My Bodies is a song about death. So let's talk about the death behind this song. Uh, Flower in the Snow. Yeah, um, this is actually very interesting because it's a it's a it's um it's a death of a relationship actually, and so um, thematically it it works with the other death songs on the album, um, and but this one's maybe a bit more lighter. So in a lot of ways, it it is a it is a love song about death. So before we heard the track, you were talking about having made this record but holding on to it because you weren't ready to release it. Now, I read this really great interview where you were saying that some other records about loss inspired you to release this record, All of My Bodies. So you talked about Nick Cave's record, The Skeleton Tree, and the Mount Erie record, A Crow Looked at Me. So I'd love you to tell me a little bit about how these records influenced you. Um, I, I just, it was just so strange that um, at the time that I didn't want to put out the record, um, yeah, like Nick Cave was putting out that record, and Phil had put out... An amazing record, and even Sophie and Stevens putting it, putting out a record about the death of his mom. That really kind of made it okay to be like, okay, well, there's some really, really um, prominent artists uh, also talking about loss and death, and you know, I thought that I would add um, my little two cents to the canon of death that was kind of happening at the time. So do you want to pick one of those artists and maybe one of the tracks off one of those records and talk about it, and I'll play it in the background. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, Mount Erie actually just put out uh, probably a, a newer album dealing with the same themes on A Crow Looked at Me and um, uh, his album Now Only. And I would love to hear um, the song Earth being played. Um, yeah, that song, uh, again, is uh, a very, very nuanced and very literal um, account of his experiences uh, dealing with the loss of his wife. I guess I didn't bury it deep enough when I poured out your ashes beneath the three witch hazels that you planted in the yard a few years ago. I'd love to hear from you as a fan talking about how this song inspired change in your life. I would say that um, listening to... Uh, all these records, especially um, the Mount Erie records, I, I realize that, you know, like, uh, I think he, um, Phil Averim says it in um, the first song off of A Crow Looked at Me, and he says that, um, you know, um, death is not something to be made into art, you know, it's just, it's, it's just what it is. You know, not that, like, I, I'm, I'm like, hardlined about that, but I think that it should be okay to talk about. My experience with, with it was that, you know, someone really important in my life died, and I had no facility to um, to deal with it, and no one ever, you know, you don't take like a course on how to deal with death, you don't, I don't know, I'm sure there's tons of books about it, I'm sure you can go into an online forum and look up stuff, but yeah, I just wasn't really prepared for it, and the most natural thing for me to do was to um, make music, because that's just how I express myself. If anything, listening to these 
songs about death just made it feel more okay to talk about it. So let's hear another Holy Hum song. I'm going to play White Buzz, which you've described as the centerpiece of the record. So I'd like to hear more about that before we hear the song. Yeah, um, it's almost, I almost call the album White Buzz because (laughs) it's like kind of like, um, you know, you could say like Holy Hum and um, in parentheses, you would say White Buzz or something. And I thought that um, it would be the centerpiece because it, it the, the title of the song was about uh, a sound and, and the color white kind of, um, you know, associated around death and transcendence and, and things like that. So that's sort of why it is the centerpiece of the album. It's also the longest song. It's the most demanding. And um, so I wanted people to pay attention to it.
I'm going to play the whole song on the podcast version of the show, but I probably will have to cut it off a little bit early for the radio edition, and that's because this song is quite long, like you just said. So I was reading this interesting quote of yours where you said that I'm not even trying to write songs anymore. And, you know, radio, radio play, record labels, marketing, that sort of stuff really likes a song of a certain length. I'd love to hear your reaction to that. I mean, I could probably say very, very, very harsh things about radio and what kind of music gets played on the radio. Um, but Andrew, you can bring it if you like. <laughs> I don't want to make any more enemies than I already have. Um, I think that um, I actually personally don't listen to much of the radio, and I don't. I don't think I have a lot of friends who listen to the radio, so my universe just doesn't really revolve around um, the radio format of music making. So, um, because I don't have those constraints and I don't have those kind of uh, rigid um, philosophies or understandings of what music should be or could be, I I kind of just make a song and it kind of starts when it starts and it kind of ends when it decides to end and I don't have to worry about um, a record executive not liking it because it's too long or or the guitar solo is is three minutes long so um, I think if people can exist in that realm in in, in the radio realm and and, and succeed and, and do well in that all the power to them but uh, I I, I'm just not good at it. I can't do it. Well, I don't know if I agree with that, but I will say this. I think that streaming has the potential to make those radio marketing record label demands non-existent because people, when it comes to listening to stuff on a stream, don't need to care about that. I totally agree with that. And um, and for that reason, you know, it's 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 complex because, like, you know, I, I, I feel like... Um, when I have a theme that I want to kind of um, work through on an album, um, it's hard to, to, to um, turn it into a single, like a single area idea and turn it into a song. So I often will really meditate on, on one theme for a whole entire album. And so I think, I think streaming is an okay thing. And I think that, yeah, you're right. It doesn't, People can kind of listen to music when they want, how they want. Um, I think having all that, uh, what is it called? Those options can kind of be kind of weird too. Because um, it was a bit of an illusion to think that you can have everything and anything whenever you want. Because I don't think you can. But um, it does um, does help me get my music out there. I wish that you know there was a, a more economically... Um, viable way for artists to um, engage with that but at the moment I don't know much about it so I won't say anything about that. That brings me to another point. I was reading today some articles about Holy Hum and one writer called what you do oral monomyth and I read that and I was like that's amazing what is that? You tell me oral monomyth holy cows that is very strange what would that be oral mono myth I like the myth part. I'll just clarify. It's A-U-R-A-L oral, not O-R-A-L oral. Uh, yeah, that, that makes it a lot more um, clear for me. Um, okay, so oral monomyth. I, I can't really, you know, uh, someone last night after the show asked me what kind of music I made, and I said that 
it was、um, a singer songwriter hiding under a symphony orchestra. And then she said, No, that's not what it is. And I said, No, it's not. So I don't really know. Well, I think that you need to think about oral monomyth. If only so when I get back to you someday, you can tell me what that is. Yeah, and then I might be the only record in the record store under the oral monomyth section. It is under A, so people would see it. Yeah, and I'm always looking for those sales, as we've discovered. That's the perfect place to end it. Andrew Lee, aka Holy Hum, thank you very much for spending some time with me today. I appreciate it. At the end of the show, I let the artist pick one of their songs and I play it. Okay.、Um, let's roll out on the song Ready to Have It. And why did you choose the song for us today?、Um, it's the most song song on my record, and it's a nice. And easy way to wrap up this interview. Thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you for having me. You do not know what I've been through, but you can taste it. Every day I am watching you leave in my mind. All the colors and colors that illuminate your eyes. When the ink will run dry, the sun will not rise.、Uh, I don't see why we hold out for heaven. As they look down on us and then look away. You know all of the words, but you have to be reminded. You said love is a place, and you know that it has to be found.
Hey, my name's Andrew, and I'm from the musical project Holy Hum, and you are listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. <laughs> 